Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. WTOP traffic. Under mainly clear skies and with light winds, boy, we've got a cold Friday morning here. Temperatures starting out between 22 and 32 degrees across the area. Expect a nice sunrise. Clouds late, so not quite as pretty late. And we're tracking rain showers with the next weather maker. Forecasting a high temperature of 54 degrees with rain showers starting around 7 p.m. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We are at 35 degrees in our nation's capital, where the time now is 2.50. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Friday morning, 1st of March, 2024. Welcome in. Coming up on WTOP Friday morning, a sigh of relief this morning for federal workers in the area as the Senate passes a short-term government funding bill and sends it on to President Biden. There were some tense hours as Maryland's State House was placed on lockdown Thursday night. I'm Kate Ryan. No bond for the man accused in a chaotic chase across Maryland. He was having a mental health crisis. I'm Scott Gelman. New details in a deadly shooting in Landover that left an 11-year-old girl dead. I'm Mike Marillo. Good morning. Welcome in 3 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. Former President Trump strongly criticized President Biden, who was also on the southern border Thursday, for the continuing surge of migrants. Trump repeated his claims that they're bringing crime to the country. But Eagle Pass, Texas business owner Adam Rodriguez says he doesn't agree. We've raised our kids here, you know, and, and there's never been any criminal element. You don't have to worry about walking down the street. CBS's Camila Montoya-Galvez says fewer migrants have been entering Texas. Now, most migrant crossings are concentrating mainly in Arizona and California, not here in Texas. And Texas Governor Greg Abbott is attributing that drop here in illegal crossings in Texas to his actions and his policies, including the razor wire that he has ordered his National Guard soldiers to deploy along the Rio Grande to deter illegal crossings. Those wildfires in the Texas panhandle have now burned more than a million acres. Rancher Jason Wilhelm says his wife grabbed what she could before they had to flee. She got uh, a bunch of pictures. Uh, She got some, some money that we had saved up and uh, just a lot of sentimental things blankets pictures in independence missouri a process server and police officer have been shot and killed kctv reporter zach summers says the process server was approaching a house with an eviction notice he was shot at uh called for assistance independence police showed up but he wasn't the only one to call out for help neighbors heard these shots too they called police uh these officers who responded including officer cody allen were also shot the man's been arrested new details are emerging about the cyber attack on one of the nation's biggest healthcare companies cbs's nicole skanga has that change healthcare says it's established workarounds for patients for smaller hospitals are we talking about months weeks days the smaller less resource hospitals our safety net critical access rural hospitals certainly do not operate with months of cash reserves. Could be just a matter of days or a couple of weeks. That's John Riggy with the American Hospital Association. Facebook will charge six euros to add new accounts to its ad-free version in Europe. CBS News tech analyst Ian Schur. Facebook isn't the only company going through all of these changes in the EU. Apple is also changing the way that its app store works, and a bunch of other tech giants are shifting the way they do business as a result of regular 
regulatory pressure from the European Union. Oprah Winfrey is leaving the Weight Watchers Board of Directors. She told People magazine in December that she was using a weight loss medication. She's donating all of her interest in the company to the African American Museum in Washington run by the Smithsonian. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. A 90s boy band is getting some prime placement. Just let me take you to a better place. For the first time in more than two decades, it seems NSYNC will reunite again, this time on Justin Timberlake's new album. The track list on the back of the sleeve shows the song Paradise will feature his old mates. Timberlake responded to fans' comments on X, asking him to blink twice if it's true, by posting his own video, dropping his sunglasses, and blinking twice. The new album, Everything I Thought It Was, drops March 15th. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS. News. Officials in New York City have cleared out a storefront in the Bronx that had been illegally converted to house dozens of tenants. They say it was run by the same person who operated one that hosted as many as 70 migrants in a furniture store in Queens. Inspectors say they found 45 beds packed closely together on the build in the building in the Bronx. Christopher Cruz, CBS News. WTOP News Time now 305. Welcome to a new month. Friday, it is March 1st, 2024. We're looking at rain developing as we head through the day. Today, 50s in parts of the area for the high. And a good Friday morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you this hour as you rise with us Friday. Police with guns drawn appeared at Maryland's historic state house in Annapolis as the historic seat of state government was Put on lockdown. This happened last night, Thursday evening. It started around 5 o'clock, according to Bernie Bennett with Annapolis Police. He says an anonymous man called police saying he'd be in Annapolis with weapons and that he wanted to speak with someone in government. He never specified who and never specified when and where he'd be showing up. Inside committee rooms and the state house, lawmakers and reporters like Brian Sears with Maryland Matters were told to lock the doors, remain quiet and shelter in place. Sears said people started texting their loved ones. This is, you know, five, six years removed from the uh, the shooting at the Annapolis Capitol. Um, and there are a number of us who remember that day very well. That was the Capitol Gazette newspaper where five people were killed by a gunman. In this case, police scoured the state house and state office complex grounds in Annapolis 
And just before 7 p.m., they declared an all-clear. Governor Westmore posted on X that his family is grateful to the Capitol, State, Annapolis, and Anne Arundel County police who secured the area. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 306. The men accused of using a stolen local Maryland highway help truck to lead police on a high-speed chase was apparently having a psychotic episode at the time of that incident. That is the argument this week from the man's lawyer. WTOP Scott Gelbman was in court to see and hear what happened here. Judge Holly Reed is calling the incident one of the most extreme dangers that he's seen in the community, maybe ever. Here at Montgomery County District Court, he said that's why he's ordering Flavio Cesar Lanuza to be held without bond. Quite clearly, I think that, that might have been the reaction of many of the people in the community. But Lanuza's lawyer, Maria Mena, said he started pacing and changed his behavior in the week before the incident. She argued he was having a mental health breakdown and should be at a mental health facility. The problem today is so many people do not understand what mental health is. But prosecutors said Lanuza remains a danger to the community in part because of how he acted while driving the stolen truck. You saw him hit various cars. It was like as if a tank was hitting some of these smaller vehicles. In Rockville, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP News Time at 3.07. New additional details and a tragic story this morning out of Landover. Police say an 11-year-old girl's stepfather is to blame for her untimely death. We're going to get to the bottom of what actually occurred. Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz says while they don't know the exact motive, what they do know is when officers arrived to the Stansbury Lane home in Landover, they found 11-year-old Malin Turks dead. Her bright future was cut tragically short by her stepfather, 38-year-old Curtis Lynch. He says Lynch also shot the girl's mother before turning the gun on himself. Lynch would die from his injuries. The mother was hospitalized in critical condition. County Executive Angela Alsobrook says this case and others show. they really growing epidemic that we're seeing once again in our community around domestic violence. This is the sixth death of the year linked to domestic violence. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 3.08. Traffic and weather on the gates and when it breaks. Good morning to Kim Berger at the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you very much, Dean. Taking a look at it, roads all around the DMV, not seeing any delays anywhere. Traffic on the Beltway, both in Maryland and in Virginia, with a work zone here or there with a lane blocked, gently running in the clear with all lanes otherwise open, and there are no delays anywhere that you go. The right on Route 50 in Maryland is clear, leaving the Capitol Beltway, heading out to the Bay Bridge. At the Bay Bridge, the eastbound span is still shut down with uh, the uh, road work for the overnight hours with two-way operations set up on the westbound span, 95 and 295 in Maryland running in the clear with no delays. In uh, 270, up and down the corridor, you're going to find some road work here and there, including in Montgomery County, both directions of 270 and Hyatt's down near Maryland 109. Uh, left lane is blocked in both directions. Then in Frederick County, that portion of 270 between Buckystown Pike and Dr. Perry Road, left lane is blocked. Both directions, right lane is getting by, not seeing any delays. On uh, 355 Southbound Wisconsin Avenue prior to Tuckerman Lane in Montgomery County, right lane is blocked. Utility work in Prince George's County affects Rhode Island Avenue Southbound. That's US 1 between Bunker Hill Road and 37th Street. And the broken water main blocks the right lane on eastbound Walker Mill Road between Silver Hill Road and Edison Road South.
The WTOP newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Presidential savings are still happening at Regency. Shop now and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Under mainly clear skies and with light winds, boy, we've got a cold Friday morning here. Temperatures starting out between 22 and 32 degrees across the area. Expect a nice sunrise. Clouds late, so not quite as pretty late. And we're tracking rain showers with the next weather maker. Forecasting a high temperature of 54 degrees with rain showers starting around 7 p.m. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. You're waking up to a chilly morning, 36 degrees at the wharf in D.C., 32 Oxen Hill, 30 in Sterling, 35 in our nation's capital. Time now to check your money news on WTOP. As we do each half hour at 10 and 40 past, here's Steve. On Thursday, we learned pending home sales fell 4.9%. Consumer spending got off to a very slow start this past January. Personal spending rose just 0.2% last month. That's the smallest increase in three months. On Wall Street, the Dow recovered nicely, was down for most of the day, but finished up 47. S&P 500 up 26. And the NASDAQ finished higher for its first record close since November of 2021, finishing up 144. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. At WTOP, our listeners matter. I love WTOP because I can get all my news, weather, traffic, what routes to avoid on my way into work so I don't get delayed. WTOP, Washington's top news. Dean Lane on WTOP. Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. When we were growing up, my two brothers and I just loved our Uncle Ted. He was like a really cool big brother who always brought around the best toys and took us to the best places and with whom we always had the most fun. It was odd, though, when we got older to realize he wasn't nearly as outgoing and adventurous with other adults. I found out much later that this might have had something to do with the ostomy bag he wore ever since he was diagnosed with Crohn's disease as a teenager and had part of his lower intestine removed. Theodore Skolnick, my Uncle Ted, died last year at the age of 80, never having once mentioned his illness to me or my brothers. He left a large bequest to the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation to help fund better treatments for these diseases and also to help other people, old and young, seek and get help for the situation that he was never able to talk about. Don't feel you need to hide your Crohn's or colitis. Go to spillyourguts.org to learn more about the treatments available and even find a specialist. That's spillyourguts.org. Good morning. Welcome to WTOP, March 1st at 313 in the morning. Glad you're with us. This is WTOP News. You know, just a short drive north from here, the city of Baltimore has seen historic declines in homicides while the district faces record spikes. NBC4's I-Team has been investigating this and the reasons behind gun violence in the nation's capital for the last two years, actually. Some crime reduction efforts in both cities are similar. D.C. has a bigger budget and the results are not favorable. This morning, NBC4 investigative reporter Tracy Wilkins joins us with more from this investigation. First of all, in Washington, D.C., they have a larger budget that's focused on crime reduction and gun violence prevention. They have some $115 million that they use annually, according to the mayor. But in Baltimore, they have about 22 to $25 million annually, even less of D.C.'s budget that they have just towards dealing with violence reduction. Yet, 
Our numbers went up 36% and their numbers went down 22% in 2023. The experts who we spoke with use the term resource rich and coordination poor when talking about the District of Columbia. And what we heard from the folks that we talked to who do this work, in fact, one consultant who works with both D.C. and Baltimore and started working in both cities at the same time, said that Baltimore is just really focused, that although they have a smaller budget and maybe 100,000 fewer people in that city, their numbers were higher than D.C.'s numbers. And in fact, they finished out the year with numbers higher than D.C.'s numbers in terms of homicides. But... They had this historic cut in their numbers. It was the first time since 2015 that they ended the year with fewer than 300 people killed in Baltimore. And the way that these experts put it to us is because they were coordinating. And the mayor had started to do this work and focus in on it in 2021. And it just, they really started to see the effects of their work in 2023. And we talked with some of the nonprofit groups that are working with the city to coordinate. And it just is an all hands on deck approach to solving the crime problem there. Tracy, does that in Baltimore include more money for more police or is it more resources and more money for not only police, but also a variety of different programs that are community focused. It's the latter. So it's a mix of all of it. And what the mayor came up with was three pillars. That's what he called it in 2021. First of all, they wanted to treat this like a public health issue. They had community engagement and government coordination as a second pillar. And thirdly, accountability for what's working. That included including police. And one of the things that the director from the nonprofit that we focused on, it's called ROCA, and they have this really intense way of dealing with men who they consider to be at risk. And they door knock, they go and get them off the corners, and they don't stop until they can get them into their building and enrolled in their program. And one of the things that they said about this is what we had to start to do was work with police. That in addition to focusing on these young men and pouring into them, we had to coordinate with police and develop a stronger relationship with them. So everyone was on the same page and it wasn't this us versus them. I mean, there's one thing that one of our experts said that I thought was very telling. You know, I asked him, what do you think it is that Baltimore is doing that the district isn't? And he said, D.C. has a lot going for it. It has good community violence intervention, infrastructure, strong street outreach, strong resources behind the kind of transformative mentorship that you need and life coaching. What it does not have is a strategy. And Baltimore City has a strategy. That's the difference. NBC4 investigative reporter Tracy Wilkins on WTOP talking with our market. Quick look at some of the top stories we're following for you on TOP this early Friday morning. Congress steps in, kicks the threat of a government shut down the road after the Senate this week passed a stopgap funding bill, sending it on to President Biden for his signature. And... President Biden and former President Trump visit the Texas-Mexico border several hundred miles apart. More on these developing stories in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. 
When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. Good Friday morning, March 1st. Welcome to a new month. Glad you're starting it with us here at WTOP at 318. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, traffic's first. For that, over to Ken Berger this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. The ride around the DMV continues mostly unimpeded, though there are some uh, lanes closed for various reasons, such as in Howard County, Maryland 108 at Wainwright Road. There's road debris closing the northbound lanes with alternating traffic southbound. Watch out for those detours. That's just north of Patuxent, of the Patuxent River in Howard County. Also, the work zone southbound 29 in Howard County is between 175 and Broken Land, uh, and Broken Land Parkway in the Columbia area. The right lane is blocked. You're also going to find that 175 in Anne Arundel County is closed eastbound between Milestone Parkway and Ridge Road. That's a usual overnight closure as they work at Parkside Boulevard. There are two-way operations set up on the westbound side. At the Bay Bridge, still had the closure of the eastbound span. Two-way operations on the westbound span. No major congestion. In Frederick County, both directions of 270 between the Bucky's Town Pike and Dr. Perry Road. Left lane is blocked. Right lane is getting by. And then both directions of 270 near Maryland uh, 109, Old Hundred Road in Hyattstown. Left lane blocked in either direction. Also watch out for the uh, the beltway for emergency road work blocks the right lane near Connecticut Avenue. In Virginia, northbound 95 near Dumfries Road, Virginia 234, ongoing pothole pothole patching operations. The center lane right lane remain blocked. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. How about a button where you can actually hear me so I'm not talking to myself? Coming right up on WTOP after traffic and weather this half hour. The puzzle pieces are falling into place. And telling us when we can expect peak cherry blossom bloom. I'm Shana Stulen. Under mainly clear skies, a cold start for you, 22 to 32 degrees this morning. Temperatures will top out between 50 and 55 degrees. Clouds on the increase and rain showers will show up around 7 p.m. Expect some moderate, even heavy rain at times late at night, overnight, before the sun comes up Saturday. Showers, however, will linger probably up until noon to 2 p.m. on Saturday. Then we'll dry out. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Chilly this morning for the first day of March. On Friday, you're waking up to 30 degrees in this 3 a.m. hour in Springfield, 32 Farragut Square. It's 29 in Laurel. We are down to 30 now in our nation's capital. And coming right up on WTOP for you this morning. Beer bottles, ladders, what state highway crews see and pick up along the roadways. I'm Kate Ryan. Unhappy with your business banking relationship? FVC Bank is customer-focused, safe and secure. Switch your business banking to FVC Bank today. That's FVCBank.com. Member FDIC. My name is Ariel. When I arrived in the U.S. at 19, I struggled to find job opportunities without my high school diploma. My entire life changed when I took a chance and got my high school diploma at age 22. Everything I have, my education, my career, my marriage, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and my teachers. They were with me every step of the way, helping with my English and math, making sure I pushed through all the challenges. Ariel, your success proves that what I'm doing as a teacher has real meaning. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. Education was the key that unlocked all my opportunities. 
When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. We're at 30 degrees. You're waking up to at our nation's capital. Today, we're going up to the 50s with rain coming our way. WTOP at 322. Good morning. You're listening to WTOP News. Now to the countdown to cherry blossom season this morning. We now have here at WTOP the projected dates for this year's peak bloom of the cherry trees on the Tile Basin. I won't waste any time. Here are the dates. March 23rd through March 26th. Jeff Reinbold, superintendent of the National Mall for the National Park Service, calls determining the dates a great puzzle. Every year we take different pieces of data such as long-term forecasts, historical records, and the appearance of the trees. And this year was particularly puzzling, he says, because it was the warmest January on record. Regardless of when the blossoms are open, we have a full month of flowers and festivities. The National Cherry Blossom Festival includes a parade and a kite festival and a kickoff party and lots more. It begins March 20th. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. And the festival runs through April 14th. When people toss trash along the highway, someone... Somebody has to pick it up. WTOP's Kate Ryan joins one crew that does the job. Kerry Moat hates seeing trash along the roadway just like you do. He's a 13-year veteran of the Maryland State Highway Administration's road crews. They don't often catch people in the act. But we've gotten calls from customers saying they see people doing stuff, illegally dumping and stuff like that. Moat says safety is among the first priorities. I was handed a high-visibility vest before walking with the crews along 370 near the intercounty connector. We have um, cones, channelizing devices. We have advanced warning signs to help us keep safe. Aside from asking everyone to keep litter in its place, Moat's message to drivers? The slow down, move over, and be patient. And he says, yes, it does feel good to get a honk and a thumbs up from passing drivers. In Gaithersburg, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Have you heard about this? The IRS apparently plans to go after 125,000 high-income earners who did not file tax returns going back to 2017. Millionaire tax cheats, beware. The IRS is coming for tens of thousands of high-wealth earners who haven't filed tax returns in the last seven years. It starts with non-compliance letters this week to more than 25,000 millionaires and 100,000 people who earn $400,000 a year and upward. The Treasury Department says they won't increase audit rates for anyone making under 400000 But there's funding from the Inflation Reduction Act to make sure delinquent millionaires pay their fair share. Earlier this year, the IRS announced it already collected roughly half a billion dollars in overdue taxes from millionaires who were delinquent. I'm Jackie Quinn. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Thank the Lord for the night You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. WTOP at 325 and Mr. Rob Woodfork with us this morning. The Wizards put up a valiant effort in Los Angeles but fell to the Lakers in overtime 134-131 to finish 0 for February. Only the 15th winless month in NBA history. Interim coach Brian Keefe. We made a nice run in the fourth quarter. I think it was like a 15-4 run at like the 6 or 7 minute mark to get it into overtime. We had the last shot. 
So I thought our guys played hard, with it, consistent, shared the ball, did the things we were asking the whole game. We just didn't come up with it at the end. Jordan Poole took the last shot in regulation. He led the Wiz with a season-high 34 points, third 